Required listening with Amazon Music. Dad music again? The greatest guitarist of all time. Wait, who? Alexa, add this song to a new playlist. Sure, what's the new playlist name? Jack's intro to classic rock. Adding Stepping Stone by Jimi Hendrix to Jack's intro to classic rock playlist. Amazon Music, the simplest way to listen to the music you and soon he will love. New customers start your 30-day free trial at AmazonMusic.com. Renews automatically, cancel anytime. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and thank you for joining us on another episode of the Breakdown Radio Show with your hosts, Sharifa Hardy and Marvin Showtime Williams. Right now, we're going to ask you to do what we always ask you to do, and that is share the show, tweet the show, post the show, text the show, do whatever you have to do to let your friends know that the Breakdown Radio Show is live on the air because friends don't let friends miss the Breakdown Radio Show. How are you? Oh, just wonderful, wonderful, wonderful show. So today we are going to be discussing the future of television. Um, People are so excited about that $1 billion number that just hit today. What are you thinking about that? How are you feeling today, Marvin? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. You know, um, I'm gonna have to have you roll back a little bit on the question because my headset went out when you were (laughs) when you were when you were doing your thing, and I heard you. But I heard the one billion number, and I can go on and, and talk about the one billion number about Black Panther because that's what I assume you're talking about. Um, I can say, Marvin, you know, it's that's Hollywood. The when you when you drop the, the ball, when you when you drop the ball, <laughs> you're just supposed to pick the ball up and run with it. You just like. Um, well, I didn't hear the question because my headset <laughs> failed me. It's just, my headset wasn't working. I don't even know what you was talking about. So let me. I'm like, uh, you know, yeah. just pick up the ball and run. Uh, no, but you know, all I said was, "How are you?" Do-? I was no, I saw you. I, this is funny. This this is wonderful. We're going to be discussing the television. And all I was saying, I only asked one question. The only question that I asked was. How are you today, Marvin? I can't even ask Marvin one simple question without getting a two-hour monologue on what was the question. So we're going to have to figure this out and how to make this a little easier for Marvin Showtime Williams. So yet again, I'm going to give him the same question. How are you, you. today, Marvin? I'm 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 good. I, I just, I'm just hoping that you know all the sophisticated <laughs> technology can work right. I, I have to leave it off the same way. <laughs> uh, I, I have no complaints. I'm 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 pleased. Um, I'm pleased that Black Panther <laughs> hit a bit. Um, but you know the funny part about it, the reason why I said that is because at the end of the day, the reason why I said that is because it could have been another film you were talking about. So if I would have written and rambled on Black Panther, you you would have been like, uh. Marv, I was talking about this. I'd have said, "Oh, okay. I would have been like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I, I wanted to make sure I heard everything, but and I heard the billion, and I said, oh, "But since I got to be careful, I don't. I, you know, the headphones are going out on the on the movie itself. I said, let me make sure that I know exactly what we're talking about. But no, even when we look, it, it's making me think right now about the um, artwork for today's <laughs> show with the with the trillion so dollar hot. number on from media. So yeah. No, thank you. I'm happy that I'm happy that you know personifies you know Miss Sharifa Hardy because we got to keep it in line because I know how you get when you don't like it. So that's now, firing people. <laughs> you do. That's why I, you know I walk past the office and I say it's 15 less people. What happened? Okay. <laughs> now hey, the happy um, came out. <laughs> but no, when it comes down to uh to you know it, well first of all when I look at Black Panther, let's talk about first of all you know let's talk about simply uh, the vacuum in certain ele- elements of Hollywood, you know, whenever you have an underserved market and then you, you, you give them something that they desire, they, they desire to see, you know, the story approach, the cinematography, the effects, they're all there in line with other Marvel movies that also do a billion. You get what I'm saying? And it just shows mm-hmm. that, you know, even when a film is slanted towards African-American, African, Wakanda, and however you want to look at it, when you, um, when you look at the market, in. Wakanda in, when you look at today's you, market, you, you know, those numbers, those numbers can hit. I, I try. I try. What I think that's why we get paid the big. Yeah, that's why we get paid what the big bucks because we're supposed to come up with the new stuff. Yeah, we were kind of in. Yes. Um, I'm, you know, I'm. Be, I th- I'm gonna use that from now yeah, on. No, that's my next uh, line. I'm Wakandian. Yeah, yeah. But go ahead. It is Wakandian. So, I digress. Yeah, no. 
No, no, you know, you didn't. You, you pushed it forward. I'm not mad at you. So on the flip side of things, when I look at when I look at those numbers, and I know more numbers can come because people forget, you know, the trillion dollar, uh, the pocketbook that the urban um, market, um, the uh, that it that it pretty much um, that it catapults, that it holds up, that it votes on, that it that that it creates in terms of an economy. You know, those numbers are real. Um, when you look at things like, you know, if you look at um, if you look at uh, fashion, if you look at uh, music, you know, so why wouldn't you know, that, that same marketplace will be able to hold up a, a, a film if it wants to, right? Uh, when you right. look at things like, you know, Friday, people forget Friday is one of the most, one of the most or the most rented um, uh, movie in, in, in the history in terms of, like, you know, DVDs and stuff like that. So, you know, in, uh, in what this history? market can definitely in filmmaking history. No, I'm just saying I didn't know that. I mean, you're, you're yeah. mm-hmm. presenting mm-hmm. facts in that I, I wasn't aware of. Yeah, Friday, Friday, and it could now it could have been overtaken recently by some other mechanism. But in, during the days of our blockbuster days, Comic-Con days, when DVD rentals mm-hmm. were, you know, the thing that was actually held a, a metrics and a, and, a, and a measure, Friday mm-hmm. um, blew a ton of things out the water when it hit DVD. You know, and especially in the rental market. You know, so mm-hmm. you know you look at you look at you look at uh, you look at markets. You look at um, look at music. I mean, look at look at music. You know, the, years ago there was a guy named Jay Z who came out of I believe Marcy Projects. He wasn't worth a billion. Now he has title and these investments pushing him upwards. You know, um, so if there if it's there in music, you know it's going to be there in film. But at the same time, like I said before, and I think I said it in other shows, I'm not mad about like you know whether you're Caucasian, whether you're Hispanic, whether you're Chinese, whether you're Asian. You know, you're investing and you're taking your money and you're putting it into uh, you believe your culture, this and the other. I'm not mad about that. I just think that it's time for you know. For people, if they want to see their culture represented on TV, you know, people know that I have, you know, a few deals uh, with, the, with the Philippines. You know, you, the Philippines can't complain. You know, if you want to see more of your representation, then you put your money where your mouth is and put it on the screen, you know. And for um, all Wakandians out there, it's the same thing. I'm happy that Marvel took a, took a step further and, and, and took the Black Panther character out of the catalog and put it on screen in a very Marvel-esque way. Um, but at the same time, you know, Cube is out there with Cube Vision. You know, you have Spike Lee, you have Robert Townsend, you have even guys like M. Night Shyamalan, you know, because he was coming for Bollywood. You have, you have things out there um, that, that if you want to see your art represented, you simply get behind it. And t- in today's day and age when we have, you know, a ton of athletes who are, you know, African-American coming in and out the league and, re- you know, they, they, they draw down on 80, 100, $200 million contracts. You know, I remember this one project I did with Amari Stoudemire, and I love the fact that I was working, I was rocking with him, but that's the New York Knicks $100 million athlete. So I'm very happy that Amari Stoudemire was investing in film. That doesn't mean that all your um, works are going to gain, you know, a billion dollars. Everybody would love that. But on the flip side of it, if you want to see a representation of, 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 what, uh, of who you are and, and your culture, there's nothing wrong with simply, you know, putting your money where your mouth is and, and going to work and going to production. That's all I think. That's wonderful. Yep. So there we go. And then we talk about the future of uh, media. Uh, you know, the number is actually higher than, funny enough, a trillion because at the same time, we're talking about global. We're talking about the global marketplace of media. One film, um, you know, we look at Panther grossing a billion. And it's going to, the life, the life um, when we look at the, uh, the lifetime growth of that franchise, there will be a, another Panther. There will be the merchandise. There will be the memorabilia. There will be the, the licensing opportunities. Um, that leads to merchandising and all kinds of things. You know, that franchise, the mask, and everything that's going down, that that one franchise, I'm not going to be surprised if you look at all the metrics on it and say, okay, that that, that franchise is going to, just for movie number one, is going to be able to hit, like, you know, $1.5, $1.7 billion, um, in, in its calculations. Because people forget that if you look at Star Wars, Star Wars did $7 billion through the box office, but did $14 billion in merchandising. That's toys and all that kind of stuff. Um, during its heyday, so you know you look at you look at the numbers behind merchandise, and they they can be just as powerful. Uh, people forget, you know, even apps. When we said media and entertainment, look at apps, and then people might have forget, forgotten this one app called Angry Birds. But Angry Birds blew up, and Angry Birds merchandising appeal was just as strong as the app. You know, you would go inside of like Toys R Us and see, you know. Angry Bird plush toys and stuffed animals and this and the other and uh, all kinds of gimmicks and stickers and da 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 da. So when things take off, they take off. Look at Toy Story for Pixar. When they take off, they fly. So you know Black Panther is going to do a thing. Marvel keep making its money, 
and uh, with the global um, entertainment um, juggernaut pushes on. You know, even through the Netflixes, we have virtual reality and uh, and augmented reality, and these things now coming to fruition, which are going to be able to take consumers. Um, it's going to inspire them to the next level, and also at the same time draw down on their po- pocketbooks equally as strong. So, okay, it's so kind of like let, me, let me let me ask you: you you were moving, hmm. for, you kind of moving fast for the people. I know the the information is coming through, but you going you know the people you got to slow down. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in I'm in a, I'm in executive mode right now. I came in on the, on you know I, I came in I came in on the plane tonight. I came in and I don't even know if I landed yet. I'm just still maybe it's still in the air. So it's one of those nights for me. Okay, so AI. How do you think AI is going to inter, um, affect Hollywood or entertainment? Well, we're talking about AI from the standpoint of artificial intelligence. I'm going right to that common commercial from Microsoft. You know, uh, you and I both know that at the touch of our fingerprint, our fingerprints, we have all this information, and we have, and we have more than just information. We have tools, and we have algorithms and software apps inside of our phone that help us push an idea forward, and they remember, and they try to. Um, help us sift through the mountains and the universes of data to where we want to go. So when you're saying AI, AI is an entirely um, – AI by itself is, is just is a talking point. We should probably talk about that in the future too because AI is coming into robots. You know, I remember looking at an article just recently about sex bots, right, male and female sex yeah. bots that are extremely they're, – they're sexy as all hell. Right? When you look at them, you'd be like, dang, Sexbot look kind of good. Sexbot look really good. And I remember I went to the Sexbot website. No, folks, not because I bought two or three. I only bought one. Now, actually, I, could only afford, I only could afford an arm, so I bought an arm. Kidding. I didn't buy none of it. Stop but it. the point is this. I remember being on a Sexbot website. And we're probably going to have a show on this, too, because, you know, one thing that I really was, like, fascinated by wasn't so much the Sexbot forum or what people were saying about them wasn't, you know, how you can buy your sex bot. You know, you can pretty much build your girl or build your guy. Interesting. Um, it was how many sales were literally going on when I was looking at the site because they had a widget, you know, just showing, listing every time there was a sale of a robot, they showed the doll that was sold and kind of like the region. So it feels like, you know, it would say like, you know, Tammy is the name of the doll and like, you know, Cincinnati, um, you know, uh, Brenda, Los Angeles, you know what I'm saying? It might say uh, Sharifa, New York. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. It's not going to say Sharifa. But you, <laughs> but, the, but no, but it's funny. They have, Don't they even have put all that out types. There. <laughs> they have all kinds of types of dolls, all kinds of types of names. So you can have an Afrocentric doll. You can have a Latin doll. You can have an Asian doll. They can be thick. They can be skinny. They can be, uh, and the guy's the same. You can build these guys with abs and do all kinds of stuff. But the interesting thing about these dolls, isn't so much also about how lifelike that they are from, like, you know, the touch of the field or whatever they have you to, to bring people pleasure or whatever they want to do with a little freaky doll. The funny part about it is the AI and how much they're looking at the future of AI, artificial intelligence, to enhance your interaction with your doll to where you can come home, you can tell your doll, hey, um, Susie, you know, can you hit the lights for me? Boom. Can you order a pizza? Boom. So she's kind of like, you know, this thing in between, you know, like Siri and a doll. That's where they're pushing this intelligence. So AI is this whole universe of where we're taking that with humanity and one of the things that is going to touch on. AI and toys alone is phenomenal. AI inside of your TV, we have it in the phone, and it's phenomenal. Um, And those things are actually going to go into, like, you know, virtual reality. And you're going to have these immense worlds that can, like, you know, like choose your own adventure. Like choose your own mm-hmm. choose your own adventure on drugs. You get what I'm saying? Remember, this is your brain on drugs. Remember that old school commercial we used to yes. watch? This is your yes. brain on drugs. Yeah. Well, this is going to be choose your own adventure on crack and meth and every drug in the world times you know the 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 vast amounts of of Mother. knowledge out there. Because in the minute, what? I just had a question. I'm having, okay. I'm I'm having one of those nights. What's happening? <laughs> I see, and I just wanted to make. I just wanted to ask if everything was okay because we didn't discuss sex bots and cocaine in the first fourteen minutes of the show, and the people tuning hey. in and just, you know what I mean? They just turned the door and they didn't even know what we talked about. All of a sudden, they sex bots and cocaine, and I'm like, but, no, it's not. But sex. Listen, 
kind of show. No, Wait, I'm but, listening. I just wanted to but, ask a question. But but no, but entertainment. When we when we put that big number there on entertainment, you know, sex. Look, when we talk about the porn industry, what drove, what helped drive we didn't go the inter- from, internet? From the internet, yeah, to sex box to porn. To porn. No, because because the funny part about it is people forget. Is this the future the of internet, television? It could be. I'm gonna tell you this. Let me tell you something. The um the internet in the the porn industry grew the web, and it did it. It did by um by the first industry that hit billions in what in um in online transaction charges and 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 um and that interactivity between your credit card and a website that you didn't understand. So people people forget that you know away from the engineers inside of UCLA and other institutions, uh, it was, there were certain industries that were drivers, that were commerce drivers. Now, I know we talk about the sex box and this and, this and the other, but remember, humanity is a very, is a very interesting, you know, organism, organism as a whole. It, it, dry, it, 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 it is attracted to certain things that help it grow, and actually sex is one because that's how we get population. So things that are now, like, you know, from an entertainment standpoint – that are out there, they also help drive currency to send the other. Virtual reality will have, you know, an interesting, an interesting genre, which will be more sex-related, but it's also going to have, a, of course, a more wholesome um, segment. You'll see everything from, like, Jurassic Park in there to other risque types of, and forms of entertainment. But, you know, entertainment as a whole is now leaping leaps and bounds because I'm going to, I'll, I'll equate it to this. Remember when we used to have the video games that used to go to like, you know, maybe like the liquor store or play, or maybe, you know, you won an Atari at the house, you know, now you see what like the PlayStation 4s, what the Xboxes do, what our home computers do, that amount of technology now just expands not only what we can create, what we can do, but what others can create for us to kind of separate us from our money. And that's how you can see things like, you know, Black Panther within the, within the, within the matter of a few weeks hitting, you know, a billion dollars in ticket sales. And there's more because that thing has to get released on um, Blu-ray. You have to go through all the merchandising appeal. And Black Panther as a franchise has to go to movie number two. And it's the just, sequel, it's they've just already really approved astronomical. The yeah, I mean, you hit a billion dollars. I'm, I'm approving four of them. So, um, no, you, you – you, you you see where it goes. And remember, we're in entertainment. You know, you're over there in different facets of entertainment, as am I. And, um, and, and we look for those successes, maybe not so much like, you know, from a $200 million blockbuster Marvel film. But at the same time, you know, I deal in the, in the, in the, in the thriller and horror space to where, you know, when I look at certain films, you know, they do 250, they do 500 million. I mean, Stephen King's It was made for 35 million. It broke $700 million at the box office. So, uh, you know, it's out there. So when you, and that's just adding two movies together. If you add Black Panther together and it from Stephen King, um, you get those two together combined for close to two billion dollars in ticket sales and movie making. That's a lot of popcorn and coke being sold at those theaters. So all I can say. So that's the future of television, basically. That's what we have to look for forward to is sex bots and porn. No, well, we're going to look for, we're going to look for, I think we're going to look for, um, in all honesty, I think, you know, we're going to have great interactions with people. With, you know how we have, we have social media? I think as, as our internet connection speeds speed up, we're going to have virtual reality to where we're going to have, I think, an, a great educational reform is probably coming. Because with virtual reality, kids from China being able to interact with kids from Africa and kids from the U.S. and kids from, you know, all parts of the world, you know, wherever they are, from Indonesia to wherever, you know, they're going to actually be immersed in a world to where I think education is going to take on a whole new light to where you can have, like, I'm hoping that, I'm hoping that virtual reality can help, you know, the whole mantra of the star of the starving teacher or the teacher who doesn't get paid so much. I'm hoping that teachers are able to turn around and be able to brand themselves as, as like, you know, these teaching icons and be able to hold classes um, and, and, and kind of like, you know, the reverse fashion of like, you know, being homeschooled hold classes to where they're basically involving distance learning and allowing for, you know, maybe instead of the classroom being, you know, 100 kids, maybe thousands of kids, like an entire forum, and TAs, this, any other, to where, you know, you have all kinds of kids going for these, like, you know, popularized um, type of teachers who can probably make millions off of their craft. 
I'm hoping that, you know, virtual reality and things of that nature really open up education, interaction, an entire new level of dialogue from people who probably wouldn't even care to discuss things with each other, but now it's as easy as just, you know, hitting a button, and then before you know it, you're in Singapore, you know what I'm saying? And you're able mm-hmm. to, to the, same way, the same way we search online, like right now we're kind of rudimentary. We go, we go on the computer, and it's awesome for the information standpoint. It's not an immersive world, but from an information standpoint, you read, you're online, you're clicking. We get it. You know, social media on your phone, you're clicking, boom. But the minute you can say Sharifa goes home and then she immerses herself maybe in Europe, and then maybe you jump to Alaska, and then maybe you jump into different parts of the world, maybe you go – and you're 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 in a world where there's guys doing like a deep sea fishing um, um, uh, expedition, and but you're in it. You feel like you're in it because no longer are you watching like say a YouTube video. You feel like it's all around you. I see that world coming into play to where we can even lock, knock out even more isms because when people say, "Hey, I don't know about these people from over here," you can like go home, jump into a world that has all the people who you might have like you know some kind of hangups or biases against. And now you're interacting one-on-one with them in a, in a world that's safe to you because you're pretty much in your home, the same way you surf the web. So VR, um, well, uh, uh, VR and then any, any, anything from artificial intelligence combined with our data, with the amount, with how we portray media, I think there's a lot to look forward to, um, and, and, and that's just where we're headed. You know, every, all the signs lead in that direction. So I think that is going to be basically what you said. Um, but I think it's going to come in a little bit more stages. I think one of the next mm-hmm. stages is, is cameras that are a little bit more uh, easy to use but um, mm-hmm. give you more of a wider um, picture or a wider view. Mm-hmm. You know, because for, mm-hmm. for production, there are so many different three-camera shots. It's a two-camera shot. You know, this is you need the shot from over here, the shot from over there. And I think it's going to be easier not only for production companies and large-scale studios to be able to get cameras that can um, get wider shots or include more. It's going to be easier for the layman to have the same kind of equipment. And and as it's easier for us to film more, you know, Mm -hmm. I think more Mm -hmm. and more people Mm -hmm. are really going to start doing their own production. They're going to do their own television shows. They're just going to get this camera, Mm -hmm. sit it there, you know, and create an entire show. It's not going to need as many cameras. It's not going to need as much editing. It's just really, I believe, going to be reality, a reality show. It's just really going to be one reality show. Well, I see, and I I can understand that point of view, too. I think... um... I think you are definitely right. Technology always has a way of getting easier. Uh, it's interesting how technology works, too, because it, it, it has people out there looking for work, too, you know what I'm saying? Because the minute you said editing, yes. too, I said, you, you've been saying some things to me that are kind of funny because I've been telling people, I said, you know, I don't know. I mean, I love, from my standpoint, I love editing and I love effects. But, that's, to mm-hmm. you, but to tell you the truth, it's also very hard for, like, the average person to do. You've got to really be committed to it, you know, to really get it and put time into it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I know one thing that technology loves to do. Technology likes to make the hard stuff easy. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I'm yeah. knowing, I'm knowing on the, on the tech radar that editing is one of the things, especially special effects and all kinds of stuff. Those are things that, um, that, that, you know, that I'll call the tech monster is coming to gobble up mm-hmm. because even right now, to tell you the truth, 20, 30 years ago, even if it was 10, but 20 years ago, I definitely could not be doing, you know, what we do in big entertainment from say the office or even the home office because mm-hmm. technology didn't allow for it. Computing power wasn't there. The software was not there. You know, there's been leaps and, and bounds made in the software to make very tough shots a lot more easy. Uh, color grading and putting things like, you know, fire or objects or asteroids yes. or spaceships, you know, like right now, literally from office computers, you know, just a few, or even home office computers, just a few, I can reenact scenes from Star Wars. And now back in the day when Industrial Light and Magic did them, you know, 30 years ago, 25 years ago, some odd, you know, it wasn't just, uh, you know, maybe one or two people with like one or two computers doing that. This stuff took rooms full of, you know, green screen, this and the other, and certain types of cameras and equipment, right? And when you look at 25 years later, you're absolutely right. You know, 
technology has a way of making a lot of complex jobs easier. Sometimes it does away with them. And this is where people, I think, have to stay, you know, alert on their toes and jump on the next um, next uh, wave of how to fish, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. No, I definitely ready? agree because I think editing, like you, I completely mm-hmm. agree with you. Editing is very difficult, mm-hmm. and so it's going to be one of those mm-hmm. aspects that people try to make easier and easier. Because remember back mm-hmm. in the day, and it's, it's not even that far away because I guess we still have them, but whenever you had an event, you always had to hire a photographer. You know, that's a, mm-hmm. a person specifically there to um, as the photographer. But now you can go to a lot of different things and people are taking, you know, professional events. I mean, you still have your camera crew, but people mm-hmm. are taking pictures on their phones. So what I always mm-hmm. say, the money and the magic is in editing. You know, people think the money and the mm-hmm. magic is in production or, you know, shooting, and it's not at all. Mm-hmm. Because you mm-hmm. can have two people film, and I've seen it, and I've done it, and I've been at events mm-hmm. where I have had multiple camera crew or cameramen, and mm-hmm. each one films the same exact red carpet, the same exact mm-hmm. you know production, the same exact television mm-hmm. show, and then when you mm-hmm. after editing the footage, it looks completely mm-hmm. different. So that's why I always say the money and the magic is in editing. I would rather get Mm -hmm. a really great editor as opposed Mm -hmm. to a really uh, great, you know, camera guy because I can Mm -hmm. get somebody to work the camera, but who's going to edit it? Who's Mm going to make sure, you know, everything is accurate? But I also know Mm -hmm. that with automation and with technology, a lot of the things that we do manually are just kind of, you know, to a certain extent appear. They're just going to appear. Mm-hmm. No, and I agree with you a thousand percent. And, you know, when you use the the example um, of, you know, two different cameramen shooting the same event, and then after you look at the edit, different editors or if those two guys edit themselves, you're going to have a totally different um, representation of what happened. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely true. And at the same time, that's also what builds the frustration for the producers because they're like, ah, and of course that frustration is how we get like new software to come out allowing people to do more. Mm-hmm. Uh, allowing them able to, you know, do more. Like now, now we're in a day and age to where producers, um, they're allowed to kind of jump on into the range a little bit more if they spend the time, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then they can move things around, edit this and the other. Um, and it's going to get even easier as we go. Actually mm-hmm. lending itself to now have people easily going into, like, virtual reality environments, going into these other environments. You mentioned the photographer. You know, that's very true. Back in the day, you know, it was very hard to put certain types of effects on a picture or take this out and take that out. It can be the red eye. It can be certain things that were like, ah, and then you had to go. And remember, we had to, you know, you had to to take the the, the, the film and then get it developed. Then you have to wait days from Kodak or whatever, where you took it, right? And then you look (laughs) at it and you're like, ah, days later. Now what do people do? They take it on the phone, put an effect on it. Oh, I don't like it. Take it again, turn it into a video, cut it, boom, boom, upload it, and then now all of a sudden it's getting monetized on YouTube. We didn't have that ability to just snap, delete, fix, crop, effects, edit in a phone. Get out of here. I mean, the phone technology itself, I mean, that that was a back in the day, even what the phones are doing now, you know, 25 years ago, that was a big old computer doing all that work. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So absolutely right. Absolutely right. And and editing, no, but editing, when you watch different um the reason I say aside from technology, the re- the main reason I say the mm. money and the magic is in editing is because mm. not every editor knows how to tell a story. In order if you in mm. order to be an excellent editor, and this is what I always look for, mm. I'm, and I'm telling you mm. this is the magic and the key, is that in order to be an excellent editor you have to be able to tell a story. You have to see the story in your mind's eye in order to be able to turn out a really good film, a really good um, show, anything, because you can't mm-hmm. just film it and then that's it. No, it has to be cut a certain way. It has to be, you know, the transitions have to be a certain way. The volume has, the audio has to be a certain way, you know, and, and again, mm-hmm. somebody can take film uh a show, a television show, come back, edit it, and that television show looks one way. Somebody else edited mm-hmm. the same footage. It's a completely different show. It's a completely different show. I mean, same footage, mm-hmm. same exact footage, 
but it's a completely different show based on the editing. So I, I know that's one of the interesting aspects of television and the future mm-hmm. of television, but what we're going to do is we're going to stop for a brief commercial break, and then we are going to be right back. When you need an expert plumber, you need jordansruder.com. Get free estimates, 24-hour service, special discounts for seniors and veterans. That's jordansruder.com. Have a home repair or some remodeling you need done? No problem. We can handle all that, too. Give us a call today at 800-300-0358. At Jordan's Ruder, we take pride in our work and always make sure to get the job done right the first time. That's jordansruder.com. We want to be your Mr. Fix-It. Are you looking for an amazing business opportunity? Visit AskSharifa.com. Get the financial freedom you deserve. Partner with doTERRA and change lives as well as create your very own business. That's AskSharifa.com. Get products that sell and that people love using every day. Give us a call at 562-822-0965 or visit us online at AskSharifa.com. Are you ready for your financial freedom? Are you looking for a unique way to advertise for free? Why not add your business name to the growing business directory at AskSharifa.com? It's absolutely free, and you can benefit from being part of the Ask Sharifa network. That's AskSharifa.com. Where else can you get free advertising for your business? Increase website traffic and generate more leads fast and easy. Don't wait. Space is limited to a first-come basis. Visit AskSharifa.com today and get listed now. If you are just now tuning in to the Breakdown Radio Show with Sharifa Hardy and Marvin Showtime Williams, you have missed the first 30 minutes of the show, and we are having an interesting, incredible conversation on the future of television. If you'd like to join the conversation, feel free to give us a call at 646-564-9989. Again, that number is 646-564-9989. And if you are listening to this show on your phone and you like to jump into the studio and ask a question, make a comment, and join the conversation, please feel free to press 1. So, Marvin, we are discussing the future Mm -hmm. of television, what's going on, what to expect. We discussed editing. We discussed – we do have a a question or a comment from a caller. Caller, you're on the line with Sharifa and Marvin. How may we assist you tonight? Um, you know, I think the future of television is in VR, because, you know, you have, like, VR robots, rhino porn, and all kinds of crazy stuff. I agree. I I do believe it's in VR, and I think that's how we're going to take it from a two-dimensional kind of, like, flat way to view the content to a whole world where you kind of jump right in and really enjoy yourself. Yeah. Well, I can agree. I can agree with that assessment caller. So, what's your name out there? I think the the caller wanted to share his viewpoint, share his thoughts. I think because we oh, have so did. many people tuning tuning in tonight, that um, okay. you know, when when we hear virtual reality, because that was one of your points that you made mm-hmm. earlier, you were talking about VR. So, I think our listeners mm-hmm. want to call in and agree with you. And, and discuss mm-hmm. that option. So, hey, that's two for BR, and, I, and I'm definitely agreeing with the caller. I'm agreeing with you as well. It is the wave of the future. Did we lose our caller? You 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 just heard me stall for like 20 minutes. Okay, I had the whole <laughs> speech. Did we just discuss you picking up the ball, running with it, and not? Yeah, no, no, I, 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 no, I, I, you know, sometimes I don't because technology is advanced, but sometimes I don't know whether the person let the call drop, let, they let go, and we're bringing on another caller. Um, but I will be quiet. Sharifa, do your thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. My thing obviously is not working. I'm trying to lead the people in a certain direction. I'm like, let's go to the left. Let's go to the left. Hey. Let's go to the left. Hey. And you're over there like, but why are we not going to the right? Okay, because there's something <laughs> over there that the people are not. Just just go to the left, Marvin. Just go. You was one of those okay, teams. I, you just I, did. 
<laughs> you did your old thing. Huh? I, 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 I kind of did too much, but you know what? I'm I'm following uh, the lead of the show. Let mm-hmm. me know too late. Too late. what is next. Okay. Because you got to tell. So, you're supposed to be over here telling us the future. We wait well, on I, you. Look, I'm not the I'm not the oracle like in in, in the Matrix. Now I, I can only I come up were. with a couple I of oohs. A couple of oohs and ahs. Oh, you know, I did take the blue pill. You know, I t- actually I took I took both pills and I just came up with the purple pill. Now, at the end of the day, um, who else do we have on the line? I, I'm interested now. I love you know I love getting feedback from people. So if we have anybody else dialed in, let them roll. If not, we're going to go on to the next topic. Well, we do have them dialed in, as you like to call it, but. The people have right. to trust one. I can't just make the people join the conversation. Would you? Who? Oh, okay. who, who? Who? It, no. Who is an expert on this conversation? Maybe we need to call somebody up, talk to them, ask their view viewpoint. I think that's what we need. To well, do. I'm a, I'm I'm gonna tell you. I kind of have an unfair advantage in this conversation because some what? of the um com- because some of the companies that deal with like say the Department of Defense, the DOJ, mm-hmm. NASA, I have to deal with their presidents on projects for like studios. So mm-hmm. I'm I've been privy to like you know meetings and like you know closed rooms underground and been able to see technology and see you know how technology works not only do you create something beautiful but then the businesses in power also support it you get what I'm saying um, mm-hmm. so so I've been I've been fortunate to see you know things that are like say in R and D in research and development and I know you you know you talk tech all day so you know exactly what that is. Things that are kind of like in these laboratory type settings, and people are you know going crazy creating, and then all of a sudden, you know we um, we have these new 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 opportunities for products. You know, so I've been I've, I'm I'm kind of privy privy to you know things that are like on the horizon, both like in music and in and uh, of course in virtual reality space and video space, even when it comes to editing, because you know some of the larger studios, they're working with technology that's not necessarily output to the consumer yet. Um, it's kind of like being tested on, like, new films. People don't really realize how much R&D goes into films, but if I, if I give people the example of, like, say, you know, Jurassic Park with Steven Spielberg, they pushed the envelope of technology um, and, and for that film. They, in that film, they had Industrial Light and Magic, I believe, doing things that were just not being done in films. They were going to use animatronics and make it, make it, make the, you know, the dinosaurs a lot more rigid. And ILM had been working on their computers, on CG, on computer computer generated graphics and and design that allowed for the dinosaurs to look like as photorealistic as possible. And that was a game changer. But people don't realize how much research and development goes into um, a movie like Jurassic Park and how it was able to to take advantage of guys who were tinkering around for some time prior before Steven Spielberg even came in with requests and just happened to be a perfect marriage of technology and creative. So um, sometimes, you know, hanging around the studio systems works um, and being a partner to some really interesting producers works because even people like, people like James Cameron, who has his outfit over there, I believe one of his outfits in Play of Vista, you know, those guys over there, they push the envelope with Avatar. And, you know, other production companies, you know, they use, you know, they use, you know, their abilities for their films. So people sometimes don't necessarily realize the technical, technical advancements that, you know, each film, um, certain films makes, you know. So I give props to those guys pushing the envelope not only on creativity, but on technology as well. Absolutely. You know what I thought was really cool? That um, may have... You know, it's not as exciting to you guys, but I, I thought it was really cool. And that may have pushed the envelope a little bit. That was the hologram. Like when they do the hologram oh, at the, um, yeah. like the Coachella mm-hmm. and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. When they had the mm-hmm. Tupac, and, oh, that I thought mm-hmm. was just so amazing. And that was different for, for mm-hmm. a lot of people because they're so lifelike and so real. And you really think they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're performing, that they're there. Mhm. I think I think you are um, you are absolutely right. Holograms. You know. Okay, I mean, look at the world we're going to, Street. So you're going to have virtual reality over here, holograms over there. You're going to walk in. You might walk into your house, and a hologram might just pop up. Sharifa, how are you doing? If I talk to you, go back. Yes. Go back for, 
Then you go into like a virtual reality room and you listen, you might just go, you know, you might just jump into some remote part of the world because that's where you like to relax. And then it feels like you're there, you know, and it sounds and maybe the breezes and the islands are there and you're like just enjoying life, you know, while you desensitize or, you know, decompress from work. We're going to these, okay. these, these uh, you, know, you know, it's funny. I remember looking at some other technology. It was a really cool, like, so you imagine like a movie theater, you know, the screen in front of you, right? But then there's a, there are, there are some um, folks out there who were, um, oh, they had like, I think mm, it was like a 180 degree viewing area. So it kind of looked like a C in front of you or like, you know, sometimes like, you know, a half circle. And, and the whole mm-hmm. screen was filled with information. And you didn't, it doesn't require any virtual reality glasses or whatever. So, you know, you sit in there and you, you, you – and it can be painted, like, on your wall. Like it, and that's what was really cool. Like, it's a paint, a special paint that they put on in your house or they put on a fabric inside of your house, and then it all of a sudden turns your, that part of your house into, like, a projector, but, like, this big, like, world um, – uh, immersing type of environment, but you don't put on the glasses. You just kind of like listen to your surround sound. You turn the lights off. You put on this 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 this, this uh, you know projected piece of whatever's going to be art or movie, and then you just go. So, you know, I think humanity loves escapism. If we go back to the times in like Egypt, you can see the walls and people were getting down trying to make their movies on the walls and painting and drawing and taking their minds to elsewhere and. They, that was probably their form of like you know Marvel characters, um, mm-hmm. and we thought 3D and now we're was here. Huge. Yeah, we did think 3D was huge because you put on little practice glasses and it feels like you're going somewhere, you know, only right. to get a little dizzy after a while. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, but what was but, one? Of, I'm sure you remember what was one of the first 3D movies because I remember it was like a total, you know phase where everyone was into 3D. You got to go see it. It's in 3D. You got to go get your glasses. It was in 3D. I don't know if that was Michael Jackson's oh. thriller, but it was some movie that just... Michael Jackson, was, had, um, Cap- Michael Jackson had Captain EO. Captain EO. Yeah, Captain EO. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Captain, Captain yes. EO was beautiful. Yeah, Captain EO. Yes. Um, and Michael Michael was a big... You know, remember, remember Michael Thriller? The music video, yes. number one of all time music video every year after year. Michael pushed the envelope. I mean, he was the first one to like. I think they said Michael was like, you know, he grandfathered in the music video. He he brought that, you know, the music and the video to life, and um, he was the first one to make like, you know, a movie within, you know, um, a music video and take it there. But Michael was always pushing the envelope. If you look at Michael Jackson music videos, Michael was on some things. I remember Michael. Remember the time is that the one where he turned into yes. death in front of Magic Johnson? Yep. Yes. Michael was there. Mike, Michael loved technology and pushing the envelope and making things, you know, go to the next level. And I, I think that's why it was very easy for him to, like, you know, green like Captain EO over there at Disneyland. That's a good mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good example. But yeah. but those things changed technology. They changed entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, you're always looking for mm-hmm. those shifts where all of a sudden in entertainment or the world was one way and now we no longer do it that way. That's why I see even, you know, cameras that's just mainly you know my focus i think our cameras you know because even on our phones sometimes it, it's difficult for us to get the right you know right video the right shot and sometimes it's, at least mm-hmm. me maybe i need to practice and do it better but when i'm trying to take a video and that video is not coming out right then i i just say, okay you know what? let me take a picture let me get a picture you know and call it a day but I think it's going to be easier for people to create their own television shows because that's what I do on a daily basis is work with people who create mm-hmm. television shows. But the main mm-hmm. thing that is different for a production studio than an individual really is our editing base. That's what makes mm-hmm. the difference. It's not the cameras because everyday people, mm-hmm. they don't need a studio. They don't need a production, a whole production team in order to create a show. But it's the you know, so. you you hit on something very powerful too, because the fact that you're recognizing that everyday people don't have a production crew. I'll tell you this right now: everyday people are making more money than production crews just shooting their videos and putting them on YouTube or other places to monetize them. You know, people forget that production houses, you know, they're a little bit um, they can be sometimes upside down with staff, crew, this, and the other, as they're trying to figure out how to make money. Because TV companies and film companies all work the same way. You're trying to create something and you try to peddle it, whether it's in the theater, whether it's on TV, right? But now right. with technology, 
people have kind of like, you know, they've kind of like circumvented that. They're like, oh, I don't have to come to your TV network or to your, to your movie studio. I shoot me, and then I upload it somewhere else, and people watch it, and then I get paid. Now, that in and of itself would sound like blasphemy back in the day. Like, what do you mean you're just going to shoot yourself, put yourself out there, and get paid? That's exactly what's happening right. now. And that's, and that's right. when you look at the disruptive, the, 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 the disruptive nature of technology on how all of a sudden they can say, yeah, man, I understand that you're NBC Studios and you have these great shows, but right now, you know, these, these other cats are watching these new stars, these influencers on social media or they're on YouTube or places like that, and they're, they're becoming just as popular. You know, and making more money. Yeah, and 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 when you look at some of the salaries these folks are getting from their very popular shows, you know they're in the millions. They're in the millions of dollars ranges. Um, they're in the millions of dollar range. However, they're not on CBS. They're not on Fox. You know, um, that's the disruptive nature of technology, and how it comes in and and it, and it kind of like shatters and recreates. So. That alone, then you talk about VR, this and the other, and you know they're going to make it to where VR can be shot or, or, or augmented or edited through your phone. So it's, it's very interesting what we're going to see probably in the next 20 years. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Now, that being said. So what said, is happening in the next five years? Uh, the next five, um, the next five, we're definitely, we're definitely pushing the envelope on VR. We're definitely pushing the envelope on 3D, but also CG because people forget that, you know, and well, not that they forget, but they might not be aware that you know, if you look at the computer graphics inside films and TV shows today, they're far more advanced than what they were before. And if you look at like you know the, um, you know the accidental death of someone like say Paul Walker from the, say, the Fast and Furious franchise, how they were still able to continue the movie even though this person passed because they had basically been able to create a computer model of his face because they took, um, you know, there's ways that you just, you go into certain rooms and they pretty much take, um, you know, pictures of your face in multiple angles and the other so they can get a full 3D model. But the crazy thing is, you know, to finish that movie, they used his brother and they used um, technology to remap his brother's face with Paul Walker's face and therefore he had Paul Walker in the movie. So over the next five years, we're going to see, you know, films that, um, of course, are computer-driven, but that look and feel even more real, you know, to where all of a sudden you feel like almost uh, like certain, you know, thriller or sci-fi movies have been. You know, I look at Cloverfield from J.J. Abrams as an example. You know, he shot his whole – that whole look and feel was pretty much like, you know, it was all – it was all handheld a guy on a, like a little simple consumer grade camera running through New York. However, you had great special effects with a monster. You know, you're going to see more films, I believe that look and feel like, you know, they're very organic, very handheld shot on a cell phone. However, the special effects in there look and feel so real. You're not going to know what to believe, you know, because it's not going to feel like special effects. You know, the photo realism is going to be kind of like you're actually looking at the real thing. And that's one thing that uh, TV and film both like to push they both like to push your imagination to make you believe what you're looking at is real. Absolutely. Now, what I think is going to happen within the next five years is that you, everyone is going to have their own television network. That's what I see. I see, I mean, mm. what was it you were telling me the other day that there were 100 new television networks in 2017. Mm. So I see more mm. and more, and I was looking at it the other day, and it's some website, mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm not even going to mention it. That, you know, they haven't paid us for advertising. But they charge $30 a month for your own television network. For $30 a month, mm. you can create your, you own your own network. network. Your own network. That's awesome. And I think more people are going to follow the whole YouTube, Netflix, mm-hmm. Hulu, you mm-hmm. know, model. And that, because at mm. the end of the day, the only thing you need is content. If you have content, exactly. you can run a network, get your sponsors, because there, there was a time when in order to have a television network, you, it, it had a very high overhead. And people didn't understand why. But it's because you have to bring – not I mean, you have the overhead of the studio, but one of the largest costs is the fiber optics. You have to get fiber optics 
in order to, for mm-hmm. the signal to run through, you know, to to push out that strong of a signal because that signal has to go oh, yeah, out to get it to the, the TV. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but now mm-hmm. I I think you know when other people get their own um, broadcast center and their own fiber optics, other people will be able to utilize that and create their own network through other channels. So maybe in 2017, there were 100 new television networks, but in 2018, maybe they're going to be 1,000. Maybe they're going to be, you know, 50,000. But I definitely see, oh, well, you know. You're, 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 no, sorry for cutting off. No, 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 go ahead. No, I was going to say you're definitely right because you just are hit it on the head with technology making it easier for people to have the dream of having their own network for $30 a month, like you're saying, right? Um, that's just extremely attractive, and all you're doing is piping it over the Internet anyway and then pumping it into right. like smart TVs and mo- mobile devices, right? Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. and, it, and when you look at that and you look at the success of things like YouTube, things like Vimeo, things like, you know, um, any, 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 any channel-based or platform-based um, internet medium, that's what makes them popular because you can basically go on there, upload your content. We all know entertainment content is king. You can upload your content and just see who it attracts and then, of course, turn around and get paid for it. Right, and the beauty of it is is that content producers are always looking for distribution and outlets. And so as long as none of the outlets have, you know, an exclusivity clause, they can take their content to different outlets and get, you know, more awareness for their show. So I don't know. I just think more people are going to look into television networks because so many people have content. And what happens, like me, let me tell you, for instance, when I did, when I started doing my own radio show, the main reason why I decided to do radio was not really because I wanted to talk or really because, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to be a star. I want to be famous. No. What happened was I went to um, the L.A. Convention Center and I went to a business event and I was doing marketing and website design. That's all I was offering was marketing and website design, SEO, uh, SEM, PR, that type of thing. But I went to the convention center and tried to get businesses, take a look at the services I offered, and no one was interested. They kind of looked at me like, you don't even have a booth. Why would we, you know, work with you? But as soon as I became mm-hmm. a radio host, as soon as I became media, I went back to, the, you know, to another event, and people were lining up to speak with me. Oh, she has her own radio show. She has her own radio show. Okay, yes. You know, and, and doors were just opening. So I think mm-hmm. – uh, networks are going to be the same thing. People are going to buy to get their product out there. And if you have a network, that's an outlet for people, and that's an outlet people will pay for. And if you don't have to spend mm-hmm. 100000 or, you know, half a million dollars a month in order to have your own platform and you can do it for a couple of dollars, I think more and more people are going to look into that. I think, um, no, I mean, that's the way the Internet works now. Somehow, you know, prices drop. People are allowed to create these businesses. And mm-hmm. it's absolutely interesting to know that, you know, more and more companies are, are, are emerging that allow, sorry for the puppies in the studio, that allow more and more, more and more companies are emerging that allow for people to take advantage of, you know, technology in such a way that they can just reach millions of people at a very cheap price. Absolutely. Absolutely. So one day I'm, I'm going to have my own television network. I think that's a dream of mine. I'm going to have a television network, and I'm going to go to all of my resources and all my people because I got have a lot of people who have content. I'm saying, you know what? Let's put your content on Sharifa's network. Sharifa already has sponsors. Mm-hmm. Sharifa already has eyeballs. Sharifa already has a name in the industry. Let's put your content here. We'll call all your people. Let them know. This is a new outlet. Right. Have them put their mm-hmm. content here. So, you know, one day when I find some more time in my day, I'm, I might look into that as an option. Well, you know what? Knowing you, you're going to probably do that <laughs> It'll be done week. before the morning. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you say it, all of a sudden you're like, look, Marvin, launch. Now uh, let's bring some of these sponsors over here, right? Yes. And yes. Um, no, I mean, I, I can, that's where I can say we definitely live in a beautiful time where we can actually say that, and it's not like you sound crazy. 
You know, like, right. it's very plausible for you to have your own network. Why not? If that's what your ambition it is, your ambition is, is the technology is there. And the technology is pushing it to make that even easier for you to see it happen and materialize. Yes. It is. I mean, look at film on. You know, there are a lot of different channels or options for you to go to have your own own channel. I mean, I wouldn't go mm-hmm. to film on or use a company where it would have to be filmon.com or whatever it is, slash Ash Sharifa. I don't want any Ash Sharifas or any slashes. I want to have my own domain, of course, for the network. But there are right. a lot of different sites that offer a platform that all you have to do is go in and create your own channel. The most difficult aspect for people is obtaining enough content because, you know, well, obtaining enough content and being able to get sponsors to make it worth your while because there are a lot of networks who, you know, like one of the ones that I work with, they broadcast 24 hours, seven days a week. And even when people are are disappointed in some of the other aspects, I just have to remind them that they're still broadcasting 24 hours, seven days a week. And people don't realize how difficult that is. You know, twenty mm-hmm. when we say 24 hours, most people are, oh, yeah, that's a day. Okay, but do you really – when you think of television, television is, is based and it's built on – 30-minute mark or half-minute mark. So in a 24-hour day, you know, that's 48 hours that have to be filled. I mean, 48 half-hour marks that have to be filled. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of television. That's a lot of shows that have to go into that time frame. So to be able to find that type of content day after day uh, without running, you know, 800 reruns and people getting bored, that's not easy to do. So mm-hmm. it's something mm-hmm. that I would love to do, but it's not necessarily something that is easy to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you think about that, Mark? I agree with you. No, I yeah. I agree with you. I think I think I heard you exactly. I think it's not hard. I think you take it for granted when you think about of a network and they're they have like you said they have forty eight spots that they got to fill, and they're running every day. You know, um, but see, then again, that's the power of the internet, and that was, that's where, like, you know, Netflix and people like that, they took advantage of how people are thinking today because a lot of people don't necessarily even have time to go to network. To be honest, all they want to do is come home and binge and then grab what they want and go. So, I think again, technology is a disruptor. People got to think. You know, sometimes you got to look at it and say, um, where is this thing really going? And then, just like if you're in Vegas, you got to place your bets. You got to take your data. And you gotta put, you gotta place your bet. You can be wrong sometimes, but I think you know what makes me always kind of, you know, kind of. I hate to giggle when people and smile when people are doing bad in business because that's not the right attitude. That's not what I'm trying to portray. But I always look at people when they're beating their head against the wall and they won't, they won't just kind of look at where society is going, where technology is going, and they just keep their money in the same spot, and you keep losing on the same numbers again and again and again, and you're just playing the game wrong. And sometimes, like, technology is like, oh, sometimes technology has a, is very, it's a very historic. You know, all of a sudden you'll see, like, say the number eight or nine popping up again and again and again, but you want to keep betting on two, talking about one day it's coming through. I understand what right. you're saying, but for, for the last three, four, five, ten rounds, eight and nine just keep popping up, so move your money over. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, move right. your money over, at least double, triple your money, get some income, because, look, I'll make it very clear. Jay-Z, who is an artist, a music artist, who made money off, off the traditional way of making music, selling CDs out of his trunk, selling CDs, and also the traditional ways of music, radio, um, concert. Jay-Z dumped $60 million. He moved his money. He dumped $60 million on title. I think he made $600 million from that investment today. $600 million off dumping $60 million. Title, of course, is an app-based music platform like, like Spotify. I believe their whole their situation is that they just kick back more to the artist. You know, it's kind of like an mm-hmm. artist, artist, artist um, platform for artists, you know, kind of like FUBU for, like, Spotify, you know. But, um, but he made $600 million, and he moved his money. $600 million. 
Yeah, wow. I have a $60 million that, that, that's, yeah. Wow. I mean, I wish I had $60 million to invest because I, I would. I wish I had $60 million, just say that. Yeah. But that's very interesting. <laughs> the future of television is definitely an interesting conversation, and it's what we do and what we the future of here on the, the breakdown. But the future of Radio. entertainment as a whole yes. is um is something to really Amazing. Watch. And, it and definitely you know, is. I, so we're going to watch the it future on tomorrow's of the episode. Breakdown. The future of the breakdown is amazing. So I'm going to put that out there, too. There you go. Absolutely. So if you want to be a guest or advertise on a breakdown radio show, please visit our website and tune in tomorrow, same time, 9 o'clock p.m. Pacific time on the breakdown radio show. Visit our website, breakdownradioshow.com. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. GCU is the university that never sleeps, moving at the speed of light. And now GCU is leading in the area of computer science and IT. With over 200 university degree programs across nine colleges, on campus and online, join the most inventive concept in education today. Fast track options available with courses in cybersecurity, cloud computing, and systems architecture. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu slash IT. Meet Davis. Hi. Davis is from Pollock, South Dakota. Yep. We took Davis from Pollock to fish for Pollock in Alaska. Sure did. The same wild-caught Pollock in a McDonald's filet of fish sandwich. Uh-huh. There were boats, nets, waves. And fish. And some delicious filet of fish sandwiches. So you could say Davis is one Paul lucky guy. Good one. Thanks, Davis. Catch some Pollock of your own with McDonald's filet of fish Fridays. Just $1.99 for a limited time. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or any combo meal. 